look, I get it. Back in the mid-1990s, Fox Mulder was some of the best television that there was. I really, I enjoyed it. I was uh, a pretty religious watcher of the X-Files. In fact, somewhere buried in a box, I still have the first four seasons on DVD. After that, it got a little weird for me. But those first three or four seasons of the X-Files, I thought were excellent. It was great TV. And of course, the the tagline, I want to believe. All about this whole extraterrestrial involvement in what's going on on Earth. I get it. We're all like Fox Mulder. We all want to believe. The reasoning is weird in my opinion, but you get people that believe that the aliens are super advanced and the government doesn't think that we can handle that and they know about it. It tends to be the overwhelming or arcing position is that the government knows the truth. Government doesn't think we can handle it, so they've got to hide all this information. Or you get the people that think that it's all an alien invasion. ETs are invading us. And the government is fighting a war against them and has managed to keep them at bay. Or, this is my favorite one, the aliens already won the war. They are the government and they're still trying to keep it secret for reasons that don't make much sense unless you consider that maybe they're preparing a book to be published called To Serve Humanity. I have been long on record as to where I stand on the whole ET issue and UFO craft flying to Earth from other planets, buggering crazy people after kidnapping them from lonely country back roads on their way home to rural trailer parks. And my position has not changed. They don't exist. I know we want them to exist. It's like Major League Baseball. They want to find the pitchers, you know, with the foreign substances on their hand, but... Until this past week, they they hadn't found any. Of course, the argument will go from archaeology. Absence of evidence is not evidence of absence. It's a good argument for archaeology because archaeology is supported by other things, anthropology, history, those sorts of things. And so you can draw from those and, and continue to build a story. But to date... No one has produced any actual evidence, real, actual, scientifically verifiable evidence of these ET craft landing here, or that they're even from other planets. The problem with all this, of course, is that we have spent the better part of the past two weeks, I guess, talking about UFOs instead of everything else that's going on. India, the nation of India, sent 50,000 troops this week to the border with China. Did you hear anything in the news about that? But I'm sure you heard about the UFO report that the Pentagon was finally going to release. And did. And with much anticipation, people look forward to this report, and it came out, and it's nine pages. Not 90, not 900, not 9,000, nine 
One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine pages. That's it. That's the whole report. Nine pages. And essentially what it says is, hmm, these UAP sightings, which is what they used to call, which is what they now call UFOs, UAPs, unidentified aerial phenomenon, quote, probably lack a single explanation, unquote. And so all these people that were just, you know, excited about all this are a little disappointed now, I guess. The report did take the time to classify the UAPs into categories until they resolved these UAPs. They will be placed into five potential categories that explain them. Airborne clutter, foreign adversity systems. That means Soviet, Chinese, Canadian, whatever, uh, other foreign countries. USG, United States governments, or industry developmental programs, in other words, Area 51, natural atmospheric phenomenon, and just for good measure, <laughs> other. Those are the five categories that the military has put the UAPs, the UFOs, into to categorize them to try to explain them. They didn't bother setting up reporting mechanisms. They really didn't play, explain any of this stuff. They really, I don't, I, nine pages, folks, nine pages. You get Supreme Court rulings that are hundreds of pages long for all the, for all the nonsense that we've put up with over UFOs over the past, I don't know, hundred years almost now. You'd think that there'd be a bit more than nine pages. And of course, this is going to lead to more supposition that the government is covering something up. And Fox Mulder is going to have to get to the bottom of it. We're going to have to keep investigating. If there was nothing to cover up, they wouldn't be covering it up, right? Absence of evidence is not evidence of absence. Look, I'll be happy to admit, if I'm wrong, the day the ETs land, march down the the gangplank of their craft and greet us in the name of intergalactic peace, I'll be the first one to go on the air and say, hey, guess I was wrong. But I'm not worried about having to do that. Because the reality of it is, and regardless of how many times you want to tell me otherwise, the math doesn't work. Even if there were other civilizations... They either, A, should have been here already. There's no evidence of that. We should have had definitive contact with them. Again, no evidence of that. Or they have long since gone away. Come and gone, as it were. Or they're billions of years in the future. The likelihood of us being in contact with them is extraordinarily low. Extraordinarily low. And for the most part, I would put it in the category of, well, it's, it's, it's practically impossible. The distance is a long. I mean, look at the problems we're having just going to Mars, right? We can't figure out how to get to Mars. Oh, I know Tesla and Elon Musk and all these people are telling you that you have, but they're not telling you the whole story. 
They're not telling you about the problems that we're going to have to overcome. Now, I'm not saying we shouldn't go. That is not what I'm saying at all. Not don't even don't even put those words into my thin lips, because that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is those are challenges that we should be trying to overcome, but they are going to be extraordinarily difficult to overcome just to go to Mars, let alone to Jupiter or Saturn or Titan or Uranus. God help us, Pluto, which, again, might be the most likely place to find life in the entire solar system other than Earth. Amazingly enough, I don't believe in extraterrestrial life. There's no reasonable evidence. I, I know I know what people say. Oh, but Dave, the odds. The odds. Well, never tell me the odds. Give me the evidence. And it's amazing how quiet people get when you say, where's the actual evidence? Don't tell me what the percentages are. Don't tell me the odds. Tell me the, show me the evidence. And there isn't any. Oh, except for some, you know, photographs taken by a six-year-old boy in 1966 while walking his dog. Ooh, look at that. Looks like a hubcap. I get it. We all want to believe because there's something, I don't know, deep in our spirit that makes us want to believe that we are not alone. There's a lot of cultural theological implications of the idea of other civilizations, not just in our galaxy, but in our universe. Spent way too much time the other day talking with a rabbi about the Jewish position on the possibilities of, of extraterrestrial life. And after listening to this for an hour, and I didn't have a whole lot to say because I just wanted to hear what was said, at the end of it, my... There's still no evidence of this. Okay, so we're fine with the idea. But being fine with an idea doesn't make the idea true. So where are we then? I don't believe in extraterrestrial life, not in the sense of sentient, intelligent life. There may be microbial life. There may be plant life. Fine. I guess I'll admit that I was wrong if it was. If we ever found it. And we haven't, and we probably never will, and we certainly won't do it in your lifetime or mine. But the idea of sentient societies so that we have the Federation running around in just 250 years from now is ludicrous, folks. It's absolute nonsense. The math simply doesn't work. It doesn't support it. There's no evidence whatsoever. The only argument is, well... There's billions upon billions of planets. And the odds are. Odds aren't evidence, folks. And I know I keep saying that. So what does, what do I believe about all this? Well, I firmly believe that Einstein, other than whatever redemptive theology you choose to believe, is God's greatest gift to mankind. The universe itself made very little sense before Einstein came along with his general theory of relativity, his special theory of relativity, which seemed to be incomprehensible to most people. Most people boil it down to E equals MC squared, which they think means nuclear weapons. Sorry, nuclear weapons. And while there is some 
legitimacy to that. The vast expansion of what E equals MC squared actually means is astounding when you finally understand what it means. In essence, what it means is that time is relative to the position of the observer. As Einstein himself put it, when you're, when you're on the park bench with a pretty girl for an hour, it goes by like that. When you're in the dentist chair for an hour, it seems to take forever. That's relativity. That's, what, that's how he explained it. Time is, is relative to the observation point that's being used. And as time expands, and time and the universe are basically one and the same, as they expand, time naturally has to slow down. Which is why as you travel closer to the speed of light, time seems to pass more slowly to you. To the people who are outside of your time frame looking at you, it doesn't. But from your time frame, it does. When you look at that on a cosmic scale, and you understand that the universe has been slowing down time-wise, as it gets bigger, it has to, and you realize that we're basically talking about 15 billion years. I, I, we could quibble over whether it's 13 and a half or 14 or 15, whatever. Well, let's just, let's just go with 15 to round up across the known universe. And you think about how long 15 billion years actually is. The last dinosaurs disappeared a mere 66 million years ago. You understand that? Mankind, as Homo sapien, has existed for, what, a couple hundred thousand years at that? Or 6,000, depending on if you're there on the other side. I get it, but I don't believe that, so there you go. But when you consider the billions of years, even the Earth at 4, four billion years old isn't even a third as old as the entire universe it kind of changes your perspective of things. It changes how you look at these things. And in the process of that, you start to, I don't know, internalize to me some things that, that change how I looked at what was going on across the entirety of, of time and the universe, time and space as it were. Do I wish that there were extraterrestrial life? Do I, do I wish that there were Vulcans? Hell yes. Do I wish there were Orion slave girls? You betcha. Do I believe that there are? No. And even if they were, because of the vast distances of time and space, it is virtually impossible. Can't say it's absolutely impossible, but it is virtually impossible that we would ever be in contact with them, ever, even if they existed. And I personally don't believe that they do, but even if they did, the idea of being in contact with them is ludicrous. One of the things I like to think about for myself, and this is purely self-centered and purely uh, self about me, is I think about radio waves 
radio waves are light waves. You know this, right? They travel at the speed of light. And while they are relatively low power, they go a long way. I did my last broadcast in January of 2015 on radio. And I like to think about the fact that six light years from here, if you were out in space six light years away, further than Barnard's star, and you had a powerful enough retrie- uh, receiver and a powerful enough amplifier, you could pick up those signals and hear me talking about what was happening on January 7th, 2015. And in a hundred years, it'll be a hundred light years away. And in a thousand years, it'll be a thousand light years away. And if you think about it in those terms, over the course of 13 billion years, 15 billion years, we should have heard something from someone somewhere. And we haven't. But someday, if they do exist, and they have the right technology, and they have the right way of reading light waves, which, again, it's a basic building block of the universe, they probably should. Somebody might hear my voice. They might hear Rush Limbaugh's voice. They might hear Bill Mick's voice. Anybody that's been on radio, television, whatever. Isn't that a cool way to think about it? But I can guarantee you this. They won't be thinking that I'm about to come down in my E.T. craft to kidnap people on backcountry roads on their way to rural trailer parks so that I can, you know, anally probe them to figure out, you know, what I need to know about them to take over their planet. It's ridiculous. And rather than spending our time worrying about a nine-page report from the military about all this, maybe we should spend our time thinking about, I don't know, important stuff. Like, why, why do, how we're going to deal with the next pandemic or how we're going to correct the inflation problem or, you know, actual problems. Because, and I hate to be the one to break this to you, E.T. ain't one of our problems and never, ever will be. <laughs>